0: You know, it's been said so often that it's almost a cliche, but it is still nonetheless true that the dealership's largest controllable expense involves the people who work in the store and how they are deployed and compensated. There used to be some fairly constant benchmarks for determining the number of employees needed to run a dealership, but changes in the business have forced changes into those old metrics. The increasing importance of internet sales, reduced front end grosses, and changes in the work mix in your service departments have created a real head-scratcher for dealership managers. Today, Brooke Samples will give us an update on these metrics. Over a career which includes positions as a human resources 20 group leader for NCM Associates, a variety of upper management positions in large dealer groups, a consultant with Lloyd Schiller's Dealer Service Corporation, and now as president of Profit Blueprints, Brooke Samples has analyzed over 14,000 dealership financial statements. In today's workshop, we'll consider such measurements as the ratio of support to productive personnel in sales and fixed. What's the right number of accounting staff to other employees? We'll get some ideas on how to balance both headcount and payroll expense to maximize sales and profits. We'll also look at some position-specific ratios, like sales per salesperson, contracts per F&I manager, repair orders for service advisor, and other critical measurements. We'll consider the use of job descriptions versus simply job titles. And Brooke will share best hiring practices for performance-based pay plans and mentor-mentee programs. Brooke, welcome back to Dealers Edge. Why don't you take over from here?
1: So Mike, that's the back end of the dealership. Are there any questions?
0: Hello? Okay, sorry. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm sorry. I just (laughs) had to get myself unmuted. Okay. Uh, Okay, so the question was you say three technicians per service advisor uh, is is the target. Uh, A number of people wrote in and said, well, we have four, four technicians per advisor. Is that okay?
1: I would say if you look at your sales per repair order and you think you could do better, you could probably do better. I could not find one instance in the clients that I work with, that that ratio was four to one, and they still did a good job on the sales per repair order. Okay. But there are, you know, there's solutions. We could have apprentices. We could have, and we'll get into that shortly, but really the three to one is the one that's proven to be the most beneficial for the customers. Okay.
0: Uh, And you mentioned 1.7 hours, uh, 1.7 flat rate hours or customer pay hours.
1: That was just an example.
0: Okay. Because yeah. uh, a couple people said, how do we, sounds good, but how do we get to 1.7? Oh uh, uh,
1: Well, <laughs> again, that's that's another webinar. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, okay.
1: And the 1.7 we, was a blend of warranty and customer pay, Okay, a weighted average.
0: And, and that was the other question. If we're looking at uh, 15 repair orders, customer repair orders per advisor per day, uh, that does not include warranty ROs, does it?
1: No, it, it is 14, customer pay and, and, war- and warranty. That's and there could be okay. some overlap. I mean, there could be right. obviously doubled up on those. Okay. But All we've right. got carryovers. We have other things that go into these equations. I just trying to make it as simple as possible, but these numbers, you know, I've been doing this part for 20 years, and those numbers okay. always work out.
0: When, when we're talking about vehicle salespeople these days, I know there's some... Different dealerships do it differently, but, but uh, internet sales are a big deal, are a big portion of uh, mm-hmm. what happens in the dealerships these days. And some of those internet sales are handled by salespeople on the showroom floor. Some some may be handled by BDCs. Uh, other dealerships actually have a separate internet sales department. What do you recommend or what do you see among your clients?
1: I don't see among my clients, and again, that's, there's, there's 10,000 plus other dealerships out there. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a separate internet salespeople. Okay. Uh, the BDC might be generating the leads and they turn them over. They might, you might have it where your BDC is half staffed with your salespeople. It's not punishment to be there, but as yeah. far as you know, filling in. So I wish I had a, the exact answer, but okay. I think everyone has to make that decision upon their, with themselves.
0: Okay, uh, and uh, do you see much use of um, uh, again sales uh, uh, the CRM the CRM tools uh, for salesforce management uh, in terms of following up on uh, return phone calls and, and just how uh, productive and efficient uh, each salesperson is
1: I think that goes back to if the management is willing to be you know hold everybody accountable but you still see where salespeople. We'll take the road of least resistance. So if we're not on them here, you know, give us our log and whatever, then. And that's how, you know, for the people who aren't going to change, that 10 units is still going to be the average good number, but we, you know, if we're looking 13, 14, 15 more a month. And, and some franchises, they aren't, you know, like Toyota, where if you're constantly going through you know, people real fast, might be a little bit higher, but you know, again, it's holding people accountable and you, that tool can work for you. But if, if you're not on them every day, then you know, just money out the door.
0: All right, here's another question. Um, when we're looking at the sales sales staff or, or sales expense, mm-hmm. as a percentage of the gross, uh, this is in, let's look in the sales department. As a percentage of gross, how much of that should be salespeople
1: compensation? Okay, so I have here, and and it could range from 15 to 18%, okay. and maybe right. even lower. It depends on how much factory money you put in there. Okay. And that, that's where, i say I was really, and if you, if you print out the handout, it's not on there because I'm really concerned about putting it, because I don't know how much money, factory money you get. And some people, they're at 18% without any factory money. And others are at 10% with all the factory money. So it is really dependent upon some of the factory money and how your accounting takes that into account.
0: Okay. okay. Um, when accounting uh, clerical staff, does that include the warranty clerk and cashiers, or is that just the accounting department?
1: I look at mostly. And you know, it depends how the dealership looks at them. When I looked at it, it appeared to be that that was included the warranty clerk and the cashiers. But, but I do include those as part of the support staff for service. So there's again, there's so many configurations. It's a little bit leery, on, and unless I'm working with you directly, as far as putting in the right number for that. But that's you know, it's a range and it's a guide. Lee Iacocco said it best, start with good people, lay out the rules, communicate with your employees, motivate them, and reward them. If you do all of those effectively, you can't miss. Now, I have one shameless promotion here in Orlando, June 20th through the 22nd, I will be doing a financial management and leadership workshop. It's open to anyone, no experience necessary, experience controllers who wanna be a more valued member of the executive leadership team or new dealers or general managers wanna dig into the financial statement and financial processes as far as reducing employee theft or controlling expenses, this is all gonna be covered. And if you're a controller who's looking to retire and you have somebody in mind who wants to be the replacement, this is a great opportunity. And that's at store.dealersedge.com Forward slash dot html, and Mike, we're getting in underneath that two o'clock or Florida time. Any other questions?
0: Okay, uh, I've got one question here. Uh, when we're we're calculating, adding up, uh, coming up with the total sales gross,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, do we, do we include F and I income in that? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, so that's where most of our income, other than factory, is coming from, or should be coming from, yes.
0: All right. And so, our, when you're, you're looking at the ratio for salespeople then, it's 18% of the vehicle gross plus F&I
1: gross? Yeah, again, yes. I mean, that's a number that's pretty consistent, and that does include the F&I gross. It doesn't make any difference if are not paid on it, but if we look at the overall gross profit, you know, 15 to 18%.
0: Okay, all right, John, any other questions there? No, I'm clear. All Very right, good. then I'm, I'm clear as well. I think that takes us to the end of the questions and the end of today's program. I'd like to thank all of you for attending today. Um, as Brooke said earlier, it's not easy to take an hour, hour and a half out of your dealership day. And we always appreciate you spending it with us here at Dealers Edge. I'd like to offer special thanks to Brooke Samples, president of Profit Blueprints. Uh, for taking her time to share her expertise and considerable experience with us, uh, as well as the time it took to put today's workshop together. Brooke, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, next week, if uh, any of you had questions about how to get to uh, boost up those, uh, the customer pay sales per repair order, um, fixed operations expert uh, Ed Kowalczyk will be joining us next Thursday. So I hope you can join us for that workshop as well. Uh, And with that, this is Mike Bowers for Dealers Edge. We're signing off for today.